Hello, welcome to another edition. Oh my god, this is going to be one of those shows, isn't it? Welcome to another edition of Shoot Defense. I'm your host, I've got Rodri Giggs and Steve Air. Gentlemen, how are we doing? Good evening, Stel. Good, you? Yeah, very good, mate. Very good. I'm, I'm very excited about this show. I, I was a little bit despondent about five minutes ago, but then Rod came on and he, he, he started going off on one. So I figured, yeah, so let, let's just get this one started because I'm we... amazed you're so happy being the bottom of the league. I'm amazed. So well, what, I'm, on I'm a, a, a five team league. Come on now. Mr. Marathon, not a sprint. Relax. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Relax. You know, you're listening. You're listening. I'm just, uh, just throwing it out there, see if you're listening. Taking notes. Okay. Don't count your chickens, mate. Don't count your elves. <laughs> Long way I, I guess you're all right then. I guess you're happy. Yeah. Happy, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. Just about. Just about. Just about. All right. Okay. Let's, uh, let's get this over and done with. Uh, Leeds United. Went to Stamford Bridge and they lost 3-2 to Chelsea. And people were saying, oh, this reminds us of the 70s because there were lots of people arguing and it was nothing to do with the 70s. It had nothing to do. It didn't, didn't seem like the 70s at all. But, um, Steve, we, we speak about Leeds United quite often and their defensive frailties. And before we discuss Chelsea, because they're another team who obviously we need to get into, so to speak... The goals that Leeds conceded, two penalties and one goal from Mason Mount. I don't want to talk about the penalties just yet. I want to talk about Click's performance. And the reason why this guy is so, um, what's the word, important in this discussion is that not only did he concede the penalty that led to the winner, his positioning for Mason Mount's goal. If I'm Marcelo Bielsa, and I could speak English, which he clearly can, maybe you need to speak whichever language Click is from. I don't know, is he German? I don't know where, where he's from. I would say to him, Senor, like, what the hell are you doing giving Mason Mount five yards unmarked? He stood, it was statuesque. He might as well have been the, the, the Berlin Wall. Well, yeah. Um, but I heard Conor Cody on Match of the Day too a couple of weeks ago exposing leads that they, you know, follow people all over, all over the pitch. Um, you know, they, they, they lose shape quite quite comfortably. Whilst they're chasing the opposition around, they don't pass players on. Um, centre half swap over, which is so rare, and follow their man where normally, well, almost to a man every partnership. If a centre forward runs across and there's only you know one up front, you're passing him on to the other one, but they follow him across, and you, you can imagine that that man to man marking, chasing people around, uh, at times will be at their benefit still, but a lot of times will be at their cost. If only the fact that they're doing too much running. Sorry, Click is uh, Polish, so he'd be called a Gurva. Anyway, that's, a, that's another story for another time. So, let me get this straight, Steve. Leeds, a team that, as Lampard said so famously last season that we keep mentioning, you know, if you, out, if you outrun Leeds, you're going to win the game, right? But the thing is, it just seems that if you get in behind Leeds, wherever it is in the final third... You've always got a chance because at yeah. right back they're terrible, at left back they're terrible, and centre back they're even worse. Yeah, well, I've, I've said on your show, Stel, I think they are unruly, and it was uh, it caught the championship, it caught fire, in fairness, uh, and then that first season bounce, albeit without supporters. Um, I, I, I'm ex I'm expecting them to go down through injuries and not being uh, in a sensible structure. Uh, as a defensive unit and doing far too much running. Um, and I think the Christmas period will really find them out. And then the second half of the season, 
I think they'll be uh, rooted in the relegation spots. So, Leeds go goal up, Chelsea equalise, mm. then Chelsea go 2-1 up, yeah. and then Leeds get an equaliser of their own, and then... Held up. Yeah, it was, I think it's his first senior goal, isn't it? Yeah, really good, yeah. Right. Watched, him in, watched him in Wigan Youth, very good. Bit of a bit, bit obviously not, he's not going to be the next Wayne Rooney, as some people might suggest, but he's got those same characteristics. And in the 94th minute, Click goes back to doing what Click does best, and that's absolutely fucking things up for his team. He takes a swipe at Rudiger, mm. who, let's be honest, he, he's, a, he's a big lad, and it would, I think it would take a lot for him to go down. Now, there's a a lot of people saying he went down too easy, but let's be 100% honest. When someone kicks out at you in the 94th minute inside the penalty box, you can't blame him for going down, can you? No, no. Uh, it was a ridiculous... Uh, all he had to do was, you know, Rudiger was in the hold-up phase. Uh, you only had to, you know, pin him and, and keep your boots on the grass and don't commit. And Rudiger would have had to have held the ball up uh, possibly miscontrol it or try and bring someone into play. And the ref would have probably blown for full time, so it was a big error. But just before you throw it over to Rodri, I'm just checking on the Chelsea, how he scored. Mason Mount's first, it obviously came from the side of the box, plus right. there was two set plays. So just checking, that's what happened, didn't it? Yeah, side of the box yeah. and two set plays. Just, just, yeah. just everything we've been saying the last two weeks on the, on the show. Yeah, out wide, put it in the box. Wait for yeah, on, to get there. yeah, and two set plays. There you go. There yeah, you that's why that's that they won the game, but that's why they won't win the league. Don't well, score enough different yeah. goals. So, uh, amazing pattern that's emerged, isn't it? Yes, uh, <laughs> Rod. Um, Chelsea defensively have been shambolic for the past couple of weeks. They conceded three against West Ham, they conceded two against Leeds, they conceded three against uh Zenit St. Petersburg, albeit in a, in a Champions League game, which all right, they didn't have to win because they, they were already, quali- already qualified. That being said. Surely it's a cause for concern because it seems that regardless of what three-man uh, partnership they have and whether they change the goalkeeper, they look like they're conceding goals left, right and centre. Christensen doesn't look like the same defender as he was at the beginning of the season. I don't know whether it's because they've offered him a new contract and he's settled. Then you've got uh, Rudiger. No, no one knows what's they happening. Just, have they just offered him a new contract? I'm, I'm believing that they're all up for new contracts, aren't they? Mm. I, I thought so. I thought Chris, the back uh, four. Aquaeta, uh, Rudy and Christensen, uh, Rudy Christensen and Silva. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I know they they're close to agreeing a deal with Thiago and, and uh, Christensen, but I don't know anything about um, Rudiger, and that seems to be the ongoing issue. The rumours that Real Madrid are sniffing about. Yeah, but he's he's the type of player, mate, that that it won't affect his game. He's he's a he's a rat. He's a he's, no. He's he's one of them. You know, he's one of them pests that defenders that doesn't get, give you let you rest all over you, wants to pull you, pull, pull you. You know, he's ran 50 yards to get involved in something at the end of the game that was nothing to do with him. Yeah. And then he started going radio rental. The guy's an idiot. So, but he is a good, he is a good defender. But, um, yeah, he's, um, they need to sort that out. But like I said, I think last week, you know, Chelsea, he's been at Chelsea now for, for a year. You know, this is the Premier League. Coaches are going to get onto Chelsea, how they, how they play it, and, and try and, try and um, stop them doing what they're doing and, and try and score more goals than they did last year. And, and they're doing that at the minute. So, yeah, it's obviously a problem. We need to sort it out because if you're leaking goals, you've seen that at Man United in the last couple of months. You're leaking goals. You've got no chance to win. 
But if you keep clean sheets, you've got every chance to win with a penalty or, or whatever. And, you know, Chelsea do get a lot of penalties. So, we've said, um, said they're in the box a lot, in all fairness, but I, I just don't think yeah. they ever go in through the front middle of the penalty area, which is, limits the amount of goals they've got. And I don't know what you think, lads, just throwing it to you, but... There's, no, there's... and I'll go. I'll go to well, as soon as Lukaku's back of them running. I'm sure that they'll they'll start, uh, you know, beating the the lower teams. But I'll say again, he struggles against the top six, and that's uh, that's the mini league that they need to win. Chelsea, Liverpool, City, Chelsea. If you don't win that mini league, whoever wins that mini league is going to win the league. And City in in, in the spot of the minute because they, they beat Chelsea comfortably. Mm. I think there's more questions than answers because. They keep changing the defence. They're all great players, world-class. They keep changing the midfield. Mount's in, he's out. Loftus-Cheek, he's in, he's out. Barkley's in, he's out. And then up front, Lukaku can't quite get back in. Werner comes in, he's out. Havertz comes in, he's out. They're all world-class players, so largely they get the job done. But from week to week, there's more questions than answers. And you don't know what the team's going to be. There's nothing, there's nothing ever seems settled. The thing is, Tuchel was quite successful at Dortmund. I know he did. I don't know if he won. I don't think he won the league actually at Dortmund. But Dortmund was the stepping stone or the platform that enabled him to, enabled him to get the job at, at, at PSG. Now, the different the similarities, shall I say, between Chelsea and PSG is that you've got two very big squads. And in fact, Chelsea's probably got the same amount of players, if not more, uh, at his disposal, so to speak. So while he was extremely successful last season, walking in, taking the team to the, the Champions League final and then winning it. Is this a head coach that can't handle a large squad? Because at Dortmund, he was pretty good. He was very good at Dortmund, but it wasn't a squad that size. So are we talking about a head coach that can't handle big numbers? I, I don't think you really can say that at the minute. You know, he's won the Champions League. He's not even been there a year. And, you know, it's just unfortunate for him. He's against, in his league, the two best European sides around so it's always going to be difficult he's just you know we're nitpicking him you know against yes they've conceded two goals but still one and they're still very up amongst it so uh, but is that is that not picking papering over the cracks no it's just being realistic that city and liverpool are are on that elite level at the minute that they were two years ago and, and it's just difficult to keep up with them and you know Yes, he's got a lot of players to pick from, but maybe that's that, that's the problem when you've got too many players. We've seen it over the years. These the teams that win the league usually you play the same eleven unless you get an injury. You know, Liverpool did it a couple of years ago, and and, and City almost did it last year. So you know, and keep changing and switching and changing. Mm. You, know, you can't get you know as a player says, you can't get into any rhythm and, and any any form. So. And, it, and it, as a player, you want to play every week. Where City seems to have that formula now, where the, you know, he, he knows the team, he knows yeah. who he can play, who he can leave out. And same with Liverpool. Liverpool almost have the same eleven, unless you know someone's injured. But you know, last couple of weeks, Origi's come in and done a job for him, and some others have come in and done a job for him. So it's just difficult still mm. with you know, like I say, City and Liverpool on that elite level at the minute. Give a one clean sheet in six league games. Mm. No, I know it's 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 a it's a worry, but you know they're still winning most of them games. So yes, it's a worry, but you know it'd be more of a worry if you're losing them. I think it's fair to say they're doing everything 
that they are to be what we think they'll be, which will be third in the Premier League and, and go deep in the Champions League, which is which is outstanding. But I think we I think Rodri's I'm agreeing completely to win the Premier League. They they're showing too many uh, inconsistencies, whether it be selection, goals against, whatever. They're winning games, but it won't be enough to get the top spot, in in my opinion. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk about the team that is top of the league. That's Man City. Yeah, let's beat... not forget, sorry, Sal, the, the game that they did lose, it was a, it was a freak goal. It, you know, it was, it, was a, it was a fluke, wasn't it? It was a cross. At West Ham. And then it was, yeah. Yeah, but they drew with Burnley at home. City have played one off the park. They've, they, they've got, they've got, they've got uh, something not right about them. All right. Let's go into City then, top of the league. 1-0 victory over Wolves. 10-man Wolves mind. First of all, gents, what the hell is Raul Jimenez doing? Honestly, you get well, what, a yellow card. And first, then... of, first of all, what was the referee doing? It was a shocking decision for the first yellow card on Jimenez. Uh, I don't believe it was a collection of fouls, a totting up process. It was a bad decision. It wasn't a counter-attack with Rodri. He was just trying to get control of the ball in the centre circle. So, first of all, it was a scruffy foul from Jimenez, but it certainly wasn't a yellow card. But once the yellow card had been given and you've had some bad fortune to do what he did next in the next, what, 10 seconds. He deserves to be sent off for just being, I think Rodri messaged me, just being a numpty. What do you think, Rod? Yeah. Because you, you were totally, fuming. Totally, totally, totally agree. He just had a brain fire on it. You know, he's not happy with a yellow card. What are you doing? Mm. You, just what are you doing? It's just, yeah, it's just numpty. What are you doing? Because, you know, Wolves would have got a result there. They were playing really well. Uh, not, not a result within, like, a, a win, but they would have come away. I would have think they would have come away with nil-nil. You know, they're lucky to get a penalty. I don't think it was a penalty. No. But I do think, you know, City were... were, were yes, they're on top, but I do think Wolves were, were solid and they were playing well. Cody was defending for the lives. They were defending for the lives. But once you go down to 10 men, it was just always going to be that much more difficult. I mean, when you get the penalty which is, you know, 50-50, could have gone either way. But, yeah, they're the type of the, 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 the games that City are winning at the minute. And, um, yeah, they didn't play badly. They did deserve it to win it in the end. But, like I say, just before that sending off, yes, they were under the cost for a bit and they were defending, but they were defending really well. I've got a two-part <laughs> question then. First half, there was a handball shout on Kilman, and that wasn't given. And then obviously the second one on, was it Moutinho, where it hit his armpit and then it bounced up. Is there a possibility that the referee knew that he cocked up with the first one? Because I think the first one with Kilman was more of a handball than than the one that was actually given. Do you think he did it to balance it out? Not for me. I thought, I've got to say, I didn't think either of them were penalties. You're, you're dead right in what you say. The first one was more than the second. Um, but I don't think the first one was either. I think he got his shoulder out of the way. I think it is pectoral. Um, I'm not even sure it would the cross would have gone anywhere near a City player in the box because they don't have too many in there. They're all waiting on the edge for a pullback. Uh, I didn't think either of them were penalties. I thought City, obviously, I do believe City would have found a way to win the game against 10 or 11, but I do believe they got a hell of a load of luck um, with, the, with the penalty decision. I don't think either of them was. Have they changed the terminology of the law? Because last season it was clear and obvious. Mm. Yeah, have they changed it now? I'm not sure. Still, I would like to see the stats on how many penalties 
of you know from two years ago to, to maybe last year as well and, and see how it's changed because Lads, it does seem to me that there's a lot of penalties every week. Defenders aren't slapping crosses anymore because they used to lead with you know with balance. They used to have their arms out. Any every all of us did. Now defenders are putting their arms behind the back near the near the backsides near the shorts, and it's still not enough because the referee is giving a penalty when it's hitting your pectoral or, or your shoulder. I bet, I bet if, for a centre-half in the Premier League, you're wondering what to do next. Yeah, I think what you're seeing is, you know, the ones that the, pe- the, the, the penalties the refs miss when there wasn't VAR, obviously it's play on, but the ones that they do miss, they obviously go back and look at them and, the, and they obviously have got to give them. So, mm. you seem quite keen to I don't know, but the scrutinising ones, it's, it, I don't agree with the ones that... that, that like if it looks like a penalty, or if it's given as a penalty, but you know it's not really a penalty, but there's no, it's just, it's, there's a lot of grey areas with it, and there's no black and white. He seemed oh, really happy to give it, didn't he? He was like quite comfortable giving it. It was like I was like, whoa. What what yeah. what year was VAR brought in? So for me, sorry, so for me, he's he's one of the bad ones in that John Moss. What what year was VAR brought in? Do you remember? No. Two years ago, like, it? Two years ago. So what, 2019, 2020? Yeah, but they've, and they've tweaked the rule a bit, haven't they? So it's, it's, it's different for Champions League. So it's all over the place at the minute. Well, I've, I've got the stat in front of me. So last season, 124 penalties were awarded. The year before, 92. And the year before that, the last year before VAR was brought in, it was 103. The year before that was 80. So it hasn't been a massive leap well, mind you. No, but what is it this year already? Thirty-four. Oh, is that all? Yeah, thirty-four so far. All right, so we're only a third through. So if there's another thirty-four, we're only looking at hundred and two again. So, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But as you said, they keep tweaking the rules. So anyway, it is what it is. It is what it is. But Rod, you got something to say about Jack Grealish, don't you? Why do you load, feel that? Let's load that, that gun, mate. Put- no, but I just feel for he's been, you know, he's been slept on and that, you know, he's been bought for hundred million pounds. He's one of the, the top players in the Premier League last year, and he, I don't know, if he's just not fitting in or not fit. But from what I'm seeing, it's a totally different Jack Grealish than, than what I've seen at Aston Villa. I don't know whether that's, you know, whether it's the, the manager trying to play Aston to play a different way, but. He doesn't look like the same player. Ryan Sterling and Stez mentioned when Foden or Sterling play on the left, it's just far more potent and far more dangerous in my my eyes. So, yeah, it's, it's, you know, go back to Paul Pogba, £90 million, doesn't play, and, and everyone's on his back where Jack Grealish seems to be getting a free ride. So, I just think that you just need to keep an eye, needs to be keeping an eye on him and not be, be slept on because, you know, it's a lot of money, £100 million. And uh, City have got away with it last a few years after spending money and these players and they don't turn out. I'm not going to mention names. It, it wouldn't be right. But, you no, know, everyone's done it. I'm sure United have done it. Liverpool have done it. But £100 million, it, 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 it's a lot of money. And, you know, you'd expect a £100 million player to be an, uh, an impact straight away. And he seems to be struggling. And a £100 million player, that shouldn't be happening. So is it the price tag or is it the system that's affecting him? That's a good question. 
the way he plays doesn't doesn't I knew it straight up. We said it at the start. It doesn't like takes too many touches. You sit here, but 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 quick, boom, 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 and you know by the time he's had two or three touches, the defence are back in shape, and where where Sterling and Folding seem to be, you know, there's always balls going across the box, tappings. That you know, yes, it's happened with Greenish, and he's not putting them away, so that's a problem as well. Says mentioned that, so you know, if you're getting these these chances, you're not putting them away, you know. Just need to keep an eye on it. I, no, I do like Jack Grealish, so I, I hope it works out for him. But you know, hundred million pound player, it's a big price tag, and, and he should be performing, especially yeah. especially in the Champions side of Manchester City as well. Well, he's keeping that Riyad Mahrez, isn't he? Effectively, and Mahrez is probably City's most. Well, um... Mahrez, Mahrez for me is usually on the right, though. He would play on the right. It was Foden or Sterling, and, and what I've seen. Sterling was just dangerous. All just just constantly dangerous. I don't see it. I didn't, didn't see that once for Jack Grealish and Foden. Foden, you know, Phil Foden. He, he's he's a top player and he's dangerous as well. So you know, he's got an array of, of riches there. But you know, it, it, I don't think Pep's the type of person who pressed him to play someone because because of the price tag. But you know, he's got to start performing because what I'm seeing, it's not great. Steve, have you got anything to add to that with Grealish? No, I think the manager's giving him time to develop. Um, so, you know, possibly suggesting it took Gundogan 18 months, you know, to, to, to settle, to be the brilliant leader player that he is. Um, the barometer for me, lads, you know, you two as Reds, I don't think the manager admits it because we think he loves the Champions League. But in terms of selection... I think he picked his best possible strongest team from Manchester United away because it means so much to everybody and Grealish wasn't in the team. So for me, that that showed me where Grealish is at. But of course, he's had a little injury and he's had games since. I do believe that Manchester United and their huge worldwide fan base believe that Paul Pogba is a leader and they need him so they feel let down by him. Grealish, despite the 100 million, City don't rely on Grealish because we've got a dozen players um, that can take us forward. Um, I don't believe he's, he's, he's a starter. I don't believe he's worth 100 million. And I certainly don't believe that he's worth his place in, in the team at the moment if everybody was fit. But what I will say, he's playing to a safer structure at City, um, although they're giving him a little bit of a go in this false nine position. But what it's actually doing, and I think Rodri alluded to it, is he's getting more chances playing for Manchester City. And despite all his talent, if it's a straight yes or no, can he finish? It's no. And what he's doing now when he plays for City, he could have got four against Watford in the first half alone. He could have got two at weekend and he's not a finisher. So I think that is actually, he's getting more chances in this in this, in this this amazing team, but it's exposing his weakness and he can't finish. And I think that's highlighting a little bit of pressure that goes with the £100 million price tag that he should be doing better. There we go. Well, you don't know, he's, but he's a... He's a... He's a quality player, so you'd expect him to be able to adapt. So, like, like Dad says, he's got to give him time. Good young, you know, he's, he's not played in the Premier League, so you'd expect him to have more time, but not 18 months, not for Jack Grealish. You know, but but City win, City win, because obviously they win the game mostly. But what it's done, whether it be a kick up the backside, a rejuvenised uh, attitude, ever, but it's made Raheem Sterling get his numbers back and his performances back and get his place back. So actually, where you lose with one, you gain with the other. That's the, that's because yeah. of the size of the club. And and like I said before, um, you know, winning masks a lot of things. If you're losing, yeah. pretty sure you know it'd be, yeah. it'd be 
think one pointed out, but as they keep winning, and you know, yeah. it, it will just be put under the carpet and, and it's a process. But mm. if they start losing, then I'm pretty sure you'll be getting pointed out. What about this one as well, though, as well? You wonder how many times at Aston Villa they just used to find him with the ball. And when the ball goes over to the left now and it's with Cancelo, how many times is he rolling him in? I know he didn't play at weekend there, but how many times is he rolling Grealish into the game because he's so capable of the last pass himself? I think there are a load of things in that you could stick up for Grealish if you really strip it back. But I think Rodri's strongest point is that he should be doing better. Is very fair. Uh, no, but I, I do agree with that, though. I think it, it, it from playing Aston Villa to playing City, she's just doing to, two totally different things. So, it, it, yes, it's got time to adapt. But, you know, like I say, he's, he's a quality player, so he should be able to adapt mm. pretty quickly in a very, very, very good side. Uh. All right, let's move on. Two or, teams. Or, you know, it would be the most expensive, you know, cult wearer at City. On the bench because you know they, they, they've got strength they don't need him so if he's not performing okay he'll just sit on the bench and i'm pretty sure jack Grealish wasn't happy turning up to old trafford sitting on the bench best performance of the season somewhere harry kane is thinking it should have been me <laughs> season kane. um no but harry kane kind of fit city though well, he's, a striker. he's a goal scorer you think if this if Harry Kane gets some four chances missing. He's scoring two. He's got at least two out of four, and if not three out of four. So you know, there's a, there's a difference. They they need Harry Kane. They don't necessarily need the Jack Grealish on the left. Are we talking about a vanity signing here? Mm. No, no. I'm just you know, he's a quality player. You know, he'll fit in. It's just going to take time. But you know, hundred million pound player. Come on, the clock's ticking. Yeah, true. True. All right, let's talk about two teams that got absolutely hammered this weekend. Southampton lost 3-0 at Arsenal. Uh, to be honest, guys, I, did, I didn't watch that. I had no interest in it because I was reading the timeline and all of a sudden Arsenal were title contenders, apparently, according to some of their fans. But Leicester City... <laughs> Leicester City... Hey, you're laughing. Are you going to stop laughing in a second? Uh, Leicester City no, walloped. That's up, there, that's up there with part of that. So. Leicester City oh. walloped. Newcastle. Eddie Howe's Newcastle. Wouldn't have happened under Steve Bruce. I don't know. I don't know. Leicester City without Jamie Vardy. And people would say to me, I oh, know, well, Newcastle lost 5 0 to Leicester a couple of years ago. Well, yeah, because Jamie Vardy was playing. Jamie Vardy didn't play in this one. No Vardy, no party. 4 0 Leicester. My goodness. They'll be begging for Steve Bruce to come back and tighten everything up, dude. <laughs> Apparently, he bored the life out of them and it was a rubbish style of football. They ousted him, get, got him away. You know, they've obviously, you know, trying to, trying to go down a different route and, and put some coaching into it and breathe life into it. They're going to wish Steve Bruce was back and finishing 13th or whatever it was. Joe, Eddie Howe said the scoreline was really harsh, but judging by that second half, it was harsh on Leicester because it should be more. <laughs> yeah. Go on, Rod. No, they're just, they're just, they can't wait. They can't wait till January comes quick enough because, you know... Yes, he's a, he's a decent coach, but so is Steve Bruce, and he's not a miracle worker. So you need better players in, quality players, and even that's not going to going to yeah. guarantee it because they are. In the have, minute. They're going to so, have eighteen yeah. games and over overpay for overpay for a load of players like City did at first. They've got eight. Yeah, and that, 
18 games in the middle of a season to get out of the out of the bottom two, probably. And 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 Des touched upon it there. You know, if you're leaking a lot of goals, you know, is it going to be just to come a shootout? Then you better be getting top quality players in January because you know, if it comes a shootout, then yeah, yeah, they're going to struggle. So and if, if Callum Wilson doesn't score, who does? Yeah, so they're probably going to have to get at least at least three quality players in in January. And like I say, that might not even save them because I'm going to say, Rod, say like they got Trippier, Tarkowski, and Lingard. Bearing in mind what position we think they'll be in in January, just say those three targets all come off. They probably overpay for all three. Huge contracts, and there'll be I think what eighteen, nineteen games left. Is it still enough? I think yes, because Trippier gives you quality down the side. Or do you get a lot, of, a lot of balls in. Lingard is another person who once fit. We know in the Premier League he'll score goals. So and he was the other Kieran, one. Kieran's not playing for Atletico Madrid. Lingard's not playing for for. Um... No, I understand that, but you know he wasn't playing last year when he went to West Ham, and look what happened. He, yeah. he, was, he was a player for West Ham, so yeah. there's evidence that he can do that. Yeah, and I'm pretty okay. sure Trippier is a top pro and England's professional, England international. So I'm sure he could get up to speed within two or three weeks. So Yeah, but the thing is, Lingard went to West Ham who could defend. No, I understand that. But, I'm, you know, I, I know, but it's becoming a shootout. So you need people who's going to score goals as well. So I'm just having evidence of, of Lingard. You, you give him the chances, he will score goals. Yeah. We've seen it last year with, 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 with West Ham. I agree with you. And that's what about this, this Willock, he seems to be playing deeper. But when he came on loan last year, he was he was deadly. He was awesome. You were almost every time Newcastle scored, you, your goal alerts. You were expecting it to be this Willock. Where's where have his goals gone? Is that is that that Abiang effect? Signed the contract. Nice one. Could be. Could be. Sorry, Stel. No, the thing is, I think the saving grace for Newcastle at this moment in time is that they're not like adrift. They're still what two or three points away from from getting out of the relegation zone. So it's not impossible when the teams above them, like as we saw with with Watford losing to to Brentford, we saw. Um, but okay, Norwich. Burnley Burnley drew Norwich lost Southampton as I mentioned lost and Leeds. You know, even Everton could get sucked in there, man. They're they're on eighteen points. It's only seven no, points. No, if you look at it, though, if you look at it, Dell, you know. You look at the team, Everton have got enough to pull out of it. The other teams haven't. They've got enough think, quality, you think. Well, there doesn't seem to be any harmony at Everton. It's one of them that, you know, uh, the terraces, the boardroom. Well, how long are we going to give Benitez? How long do you think he's got? It seems like there's a that malaise. Doesn't, that doesn't seem to be working, does it? And what, other than get old, what has happened to the rush of blood of him now, Seamus Coleman? He's been a really top player in the Premier League for 10 years. Every time I watch the highlights, now he's doing something rash. Mm, he's, 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 he's under pressure, isn't he? Oh, is he? Seamus Coleman. Oh, well, I'm the manager, but Seamus Coleman, he's doing something daft in every game where I don't think he's hardly been made a mistake for 10 years. Yeah, 33-year-old right-back, though, mate, with the injury record. He's got Richarlison being subbed off. He's doing mad-head things, though, now. Yeah, Richarlison being subbed off. Throwing his toys out of pram. Roger, did you no. see that? Oh, he's done him, done the manager no favours there, Richarlison. He's had to come out and talk about the calf strain. 
the highlights showed Richarlison in play, in play, rubbing his calf and grimacing in play. When he goes off substituted in the bench, the first thing he does is puts his sock down and he's like looking at his calf, probably just about to ice it. So he's obviously not fit, but when he got substituted, he gets the bottom lip out and pretends that he's been upped. So Benitez yeah. explained it perfectly. I thought I thought the player did the manager no favours at all with his with his behaviour. No. no. So Benitez, his head is on the chopping block. Nearly. So that's, that's not yet. Yeah, nearly. But yeah, it's, not it's yet. It's just, it's just a shame because he, he's, he's another good manager, but it's just the circumstances. It was never going to work there. Mm. It's, it's Liverpool, Everton, it was just never going to. It's like... It's like it's, Graham, when the Spurs. It's, yeah, it's, yeah well, it's just never, it, just it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, City, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Any, any word on Southampton and Arsenal? Arsenal without Aubameyang won the game. I think uh, that's it for the uh, Gabonese striker, isn't it? He, he, he's probably going to be out the door soon. He was getting a new tattoo, wasn't he? Ah, there right. you go. Nice of him. Photograph of Piers Morgan. Lovely, you know? But this is something that we were speaking about the other day about him. In fact, I put out the tweet. You know, we, we were talking about his his disciplinary issues from last season, what he was doing at Dortmund. And, well, hey, right on cue, a couple of days later doesn't show up for training or it turns up late and the guy just doesn't give a shit now, does he? Let's be honest. I, I think fair play to Rodri and fair play to Arteta. Rodri called it out two weeks ago and one week ago. You can't have that behaviour. You can't carry that. He's your captain. He's, he's, he's your highest paid player. You've got to stamp it out. You've got to do something. Uh, but you can't, you can't have that. So that was Rodri calling it out. But fair play to Arteta. He either watches the show or he's got the same idea, but fair play to him. He's ironed him, and the team have responded. So I think it's a good news Arsenal weekend. The thing is, mate, don't forget, when Arteta got the job, we said the first thing he needs to do is get rid of all the bad eggs. Guendouzi went, that little shit that was kicking off at Brighton. Do you remember that? When he was when he was uh, having a, a row with Molpe, he got rid of him. He got rid of uh, Ozil, mm. because he wasn't pulling his weight. And now this one, the trifecta. And it seems, okay, I know it's only one game, but it seems like a more harm, homo, harmonious Arsenal. And granted, they've still got their issues, but it's one step at a time. And I'm loving all these Arsenal fans that even now, they're still saying, oh, Arteta's washed, he's not this, he's not good for us. Well, Arsenal, at this moment in time, aren't doing too badly, are they? If you want to talk about the league table... I think they're doing reasonably well for given the circumstances, given everything that's happened to them in the past few months, past few seasons. Sixth place, two points away from the Champions League spot. Mm. What, what, what's the problem? What do they want? No, I like I like this Lacazette because every time that Aubameyang dips out, he steps up, and obviously Odegaard, um, Saka, um, Smith Rowe. They've got plenty of talent, and they're showing they're showing now via the manager's actions they can perform and win without the highest paid player who's gone getting a tattoo in London. And Stephen, that back five of theirs, all right. We've we've been critical of Ramsdale, and you know people were talking about the the, the price tag for White and the questionable signing of the the two fullbacks, Tommy Asu and um, I forget the the Portuguese left back's name. I forget his Tavares. name, Tavares. But in all fairness, okay, they had a bad game against Liverpool. They were sloppy against United defensively, but they're still young. 
Mm. And this is their first season together. I, I don't understand what people are expecting. No, I don't mind. I, I, I don't get it. I like I really it. I like him. Over to you, Rod. Yeah, well, Arsenal fans are delusional. They always have been. So, what, what's new? It's that simple. <laughs> it's no, that no, simple. but you know what? Like you just you said it all. What do they want? What do they want with that when players have got? You know, the, 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 it should be all over that Abanyang, all over him, every single one of them. So not turn up to training. Like I say, as you, we touched on it last week, guy's a bad egg, bad egg. And unfortunately, you know, he's turned into a bad egg after he's got a very big contract. So it, it leaves you the problem. But it's like we but said yeah, time and time it. again in the past, Rod, he's got this relationship with a certain person that used to be on a certain fan TV channel and the guy gets a, a, a free pass because of that relationship. If if he was slaughtered like they slaughtered Granite Shaka and all these other players in the past, the fans would be on him. Just, but his image has just... been protected by this loon. Uh, I think they'll be on him now. I think it's uh, like... yeah, well, if, they're, if, they're, if they're doing that, they're not, they're, not, they're, not, they're not in love with the club as much as they say they are. They're in love with themselves. They're only looking out for themselves. The guy's a bad egg, and he's a bad egg for your football team. So if your friendship, you know, your fake friendship, so it's just, yeah, it's just it's delusional, like I say. What do they want? You know, they're not going to be in the top four. No chance. No chance. Tottenham are miles better team. Got two games in hand as well. There you go. Um, yeah. and, and arguably, you know, well, a better coach, experienced coach, one stuff. So oh, I'm pretty sure if you ask Arsenal fans, would they have some of the Arsenal fans? Would they have uh, Conte over Arteta? I think it's that number. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, um, Aston Villa went to Liverpool. It was the the return of Steven Gerrard to Anfield, and uh, Villa lost one nil. And Dean Smith, who lost the Villa job. Got the Norwich job. They lost 1-0 to Man United. Controversial penalty, some may say, um, for a foul by Max Ahrens on Cristiano Ronaldo. I'm not going to lie to you, boys. I've seen that foul six or seven times now. And I still cannot believe people are saying it was soft. He practically... It, w- it was like the WWE. It's almost as if he, he gave him like a side Russian leg sweep or something. It was crazy. What What is the defender thinking? Well, Rod, Rod, Rod messaged me. He, he, he was he was just the wrong side, and then just tried to get away with one. So he wasn't marking yeah. correctly. It's simple as that, you know. Anywhere in the box, he's sharp as anything. He's got in front of him, and he just panicked. That's it. Just panicked, and then obviously, chucked his neck down to the ground. Yes, Ronaldo's going to make a, de- a bit of a deal of it, but you know, anyone's going to do that. But it's a stonewall, absolute stonewall, apparently. Why would you do that? Well, I'll just explain why you do it. He just panicked, that's all. He's little sharp move, got in front of him, and he's obviously stopped him jumping him and pulled him back. So, yeah, it's, it's not even a... So what, what's Dean Smith talking about then? So it was a dubious decision. <laughs> uh, come on. He, he's, he's told you he's a modern-day Mark Hughes. Every single interview, he is complaining. Every single interview, I hear him. He's got something negative to say about something. It's just, I don't know if it's the Brummy accent as well. It's just like, oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really soft. Really apologetic. Yeah. Really, 
oh, I can't believe this has happened to us, another bad decision. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't, think, doesn't think that 20 million are watching it and disagreeing with him. Yeah, just come on. And he's got that stupid odd up. Bit of rain, put your odd I thought so, the same yeah. as well. I thought the same. Yeah. You only got a two-minute interview. Take your own. Like that, crouching down. Ooh, getting wet. Ooh, yeah, ooh. Soft. soft. Come on. He played he play for Tommy Taylor at Lane Orient, didn't he? He was his captain in the yeah. lower leagues, and he's complaining about a bit of rain. Come on now. Yeah, yeah. soft. Win- I'm whinging whilst he's doing it. Yeah, yeah, it's not great. Do you think he's just pissed off that Norwich didn't take their opportunities because they had some, some decent chances, to be fair? They had some very good opportunities, and, and yeah, it's a chance missed because United were on it and they did have some opportunities. But you know, you've got to take them opportunities. The gay making some great back. saves again, eh? Yeah, the gay saves that saves you'd expect him to make, but still very good saves. Great save. Am I the only one that's not convinced with this 4 2 2 2 system? Um, well, what. It's been used twice already tonight, but whilst he's got victories, uh, it's not exposed still. Uh, I think nobody's convinced. Um, they're saying it was a lethargic performance. You presume they're running more, which means they're running more in training. Possibly some of the players don't want to do it. Possibly some of them can't do it, but they've won the game. So it's it's under the carpet, like Rodri said, and uh, it'll need some other team to expose it before uh, before that happens, I think, with with a, with a defeat. Before we discuss the Liverpool game, because I don't think there's really much else to talk about this United game. Why, oh, why? When you've got McKenna, Phelan, I'm really going to this one, McKenna, Phelan, Rangnick, so you've got three three guys there, coaches, managers, etc. Right, You've got those three on the bench. When a substitution is being made, why is the set-piece coach getting out the, the clipboard or the, the iPad to explain where a player is meant to be going or where, what they're meant to be doing. Surely, McKenna or Phelan should be doing that. I, I, may, maybe I'm just thick. Steve, maybe you can shed some light on this. because I, no. I, I, said, I said it for months, and especially now it's been exposed that Manchester United don't score from set plays, but they've got a set play, I'm not going to say coach, uh, person from Loughborough University who was doing it instead of Champions League winners in Michael Carrick. Premier League winners in Mike Phelan, um, you know, developing coaches in McKenna, uh, and obviously that no, it's it, it, it beggars belief, beggars belief. You don't see West Ham United, who are outstanding, separate separate club. You just to bring into it, outstanding from set plays this season. You see David Moyes, you see Kevin Nolan, you know Alan Irvine and Stuart Pearce are there in the background somewhere. You certainly don't see anybody from Loughborough University doing David Moyes' set plays. So I don't understand why it's at Manchester United, the best club in the world. Rod, did you hear that question? Because maybe, maybe no, you can go on, mate. When um when United are making substitutions, instead of it being McKenna or Mike Phelan giving instructions to the person coming on, it was a set piece coach. Do you, do you know why that's happening? Because if you're just going to ask anyone to give instructions, you might as well ask the groundsman. Us a security guard, us a steward, us a ball boy. To me, it's just lazy, lazy yeah. coaching, negligence. Yeah, it's just lazy. You've got you tell me, all four of them coaches are too busy to do their job and do set pieces, and you know you've all played the game or, or coached it, or you know that part of the job. 
for a moment and uh, have another Rod rant here. Um, you mentioned Rangnick before we started the show and Tim Sherwood's comments. Do you want um, to elaborate on you know, that? You get, the, you get these... Um, there's some bad ones about at the minute. And I don't know why, because they've they played the game. Yes, you know about the game. You still need to do your research. And, you know, far too many times every week with Tim Sherwood or, or someone else is just saying stuff that's just that's wrong. Just do your research and then you know the facts. That's, that's all it is. It's week after week. You know, if it's not Merson, it's Sherwood. If it's not Sherwood, it's Ohio. If it's not Ohio, it's Morrison. Uh, it just goes on and on. So, yeah, it's just uh, just do your research, fellas. That's all you need to do. Just, just read a book or put your, you've got another phone. Just, uh, yeah, just do your research. Because he's going on like Ralph Ragnick. No one's banged down his door. He literally said Chelsea asked him to go there six weeks, six months ago. So, yeah, just other things that he says. I'm not going to roll him off because he's here all night. But, yeah, just, and he was a good player, Tim Sherwood. He won the league with, with Blackburn as a captain. But, yeah, just there's, there's far too many pundits about that just don't do the research because they've played the game, they've got the job, they've got a good agent. They, they obviously can't get a job in management because they've failed and they can't do that. So they're doing the easy bit by going to the studio. So, yeah, you do your research, that's all right, doesn't matter. And just before we wrap it up, the Champions League draw. Of a fast today, wasn't it? Is that Michael Matthews doing that? My F1 director, is he in charge? Steve, <laughs> just, a, just a, how hard is it? Just a, no Man United, uh, Villarreal, they can't play. Just, how hard is it? You know, it's just people come on. This is another thing about research. You're telling me, out of four of them on the panel didn't know Villarreal was in Man United's group. Come on. Took the, took the pressure off Boris Johnson for two or three hours anyway. Real Madrid will be fuming. Yeah. Fuming. Fast. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. I mean, they, they, they blame the technical software, get this, uh, yeah. of an external service. Yeah, so they, they, let's just blame the, uh, the agency that we employed. To, yeah, uh, to do yeah. our tech. No, let's, it, let's not blame the, uh, you know... It was funny, there was loads of people blaming our shabbing for putting his hand <laughs> in the thing. Did, did, you see him, did you see him, though, every time he, he put the balls in? He was like that, looking up, to so concentrate on looking up so he didn't look down. He just looked at the board, you know which one he's going to go for. He was proper, but like, but he, he was trying to, like, do it, but smirking at the same time. It was funny the second time he did it. Do you know what? You, you've got a lot of conspiracy theorists and there's always the same oh well you know it's fixed because this team gets an easy draw it's just the draw they don't warm up the ball got an easy draw there's no easy draws really at this stage really is there? I think Chelsea have probably got you know they got Lille the first time they got the second time that's a kind draw if anything but the rest of them you still you still no mugs have you You've still got to go out there and get results and it's so difficult in the Champions League away from home these days, so yeah, no is there one that stands out for you, like in terms of the, the, the Real Madrid, PSG? Yeah, who's City got City usually get an easy job? They've got, uh, they've got <laughs> someone, easy someone on the payroll, there, you anyway, sporting, mate, sporting, sporting, sporting Lisbon. Oh, and there you go, and Portugal as well, beautiful. I think Inter Milan against Liverpool will be a tasty one, yeah, 
Yeah, but Anfield are too strong. Uh, Anfield, Liverpool, sorry. But, but in that Champions League, under them lights, you've got no chance. Fair enough. Unless right, you, boys. Unless you City. Yeah. Or, or possibly Chelsea. Well, next round they can draw the same country, can't you? Next round. Yeah. So, there you go. Gentlemen, it's been another eventful episode. Thank you very much for your time. Well, uh, really good. A big mention to A A A E K Atlantica as well. Good result. Why? Why? Well, they got you know, they stopped um, they stopped ammonia from winning, <laughs> staying top of the league. That's why. Second. Carry on. The second. Well, above your team by yeah, a considerable part. amount, at least. Yeah, don't points. worry. I'm don't worry. Marathon not marathon not a sprint. All right. Yeah, Relax. Correct. Correct. Relax. Okay. Just, right. just a big shout out to Lanico. Go Lanico. Oh, okay. okay. I'll make sure Matt Darbyshire knows about this conversation. Yeah, <laughs> look, see, he's gone there as well, hasn't he? That'd be, yeah. that'd be an extra wound if he scored, wouldn't it? Let's well, just see he... where you go. Is this Brentford game in Man United going to be on tomorrow night? No, I don't think so. Either. No. How many I players have got it? I think two have got it. By the sounds of it, two have got it, but then they've, they've shut the training ground down and everyone's gone home and then they'll probably test everyone tomorrow morning, but don't you travel, Brentford? When would you travel? Daytime, afternoon? Probably got a train, wouldn't they? Brentford's well, in a it... tricky place. It's over in Hounslow, isn't it? It's like Heathrow. Is it Hounslow? Isn't it? Well, near Wimbledon, Brentford, isn't it? Where's near Brentford? Wimbledon, isn't it? Near Wimbledon. Oh, right. So, all right. So, that's not bad. It's Chelsea, Ooh. isn't it? Oh, God almighty. Well, it's West London. Yeah. It's West London. Oh, right. Well, QPR way down there. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Is it, so, what is the story that United players caught it off of Norwich's? At Norwich. At Norwich. I'm not sure. Have they actually said it's players? They've just said. Yeah, maybe. just players on staff. So it's not, I don't, it might be two coaches staff. Mm. But I'm, I'm hearing it was, it was two, but. Oh, well, maybe that's, oh, maybe that's why McKenna and Phelan and Ragnick weren't giving the instructions. They didn't get too close to the play. But maybe the set-piece coach was the one that didn't have it, so they trusted him because they would get two metres. See? You've got the it. Message behind the magnus. There you go. We'll be back next week, boys and girls.